0: incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here because this topic is so juicy and I think it's really going to hit home with you. And because on this podcast, I like to think of us like girlfriends where we're just like sitting across from each other, having coffee or drinking wine. I have to give you a little bit of backstory about how I actually came up with the topic that we're talking about. And then we'll go into a couple of really tangible tips that could help you in a really impactful way. So let me set the stage here. I was out for a run and I was listening to a podcast where someone was talking about running. <laughs> so that was a weird tee up. But essentially, his name is Dave Hollis. He was actually the first male guest on this podcast, episode number two. I'll link it in the show notes if you haven't heard it. It's one of my favorites. Um, Dave Hollis and Rachel Hollis are two people that both Cena and I really look up to in a lot of ways in their marriage and how they're building their careers and impacting the world, so on and so forth. But essentially, I heard Dave say a sentence that had me actually pause the podcast and write it down in the notes section of my phone and simmer on since I heard it. And the backstory is he was talking about when he trained for a marathon and he didn't actually complete the marathon. He was kind of just half-assing his training. He was doing some of the long runs, um, but he wasn't doing the shorter ones. He wasn't building up this endurance. And what he said in the episode was, Part of my not training was my worry of not being able to do it. If I didn't train for the marathon, I would have a get out of jail free card when it didn't work out and I didn't complete it. Let me say that again. Part of my not training for the marathon was because of my worry of not being able to complete it. If I didn't train, then I would have a get out of jail free card when it didn't work out And I didn't complete it. Oh, so interesting. Basically, it's the concept that his mindset back then was it's better to quit than it is to try and fail. And I think sometimes we do this in our goals, right? We just decide it's better to throw in the towel proactively than to try and be embarrassed if we fail. Or in some cases, it's better, as in it feels more comfortable temporarily, to pretend that we don't care about the goal than to try, call our shots, say that it matters to us at risk that we could fail and we might be embarrassed about it, right? And honestly, this is going to like kick someone in the jugular and- <laughs> actually. Sorry, tangent. I just thought about kicking you in the jugular. Like that's in your neck, I think. So, I mean, I would have to like kick you Jackie Chan style to kick you in the jugular. So what I really mean is punch you. This is going to punch you in the jugular. When I say it's 100% your fault, girl, you cannot blame anybody else. Or any lack of resources, not in 2019, not when you care about growth, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, but it is on you if you don't get where you want to go because you don't take the time to self-reflect and figure out why it is that you keep quitting because you're so damn afraid of failing or why it is that you're okay with pretending that you don't care about your goals when deep down really you know in your gut that you do. I would insert a dramatic pause right here to let you reflect on that question, but this is a podcast and dead air is just awkward. But honestly, it's so important to think about that. Are you pretending that you don't care about the goal, but deep down you do? And is it maybe because you're scared of failure or, or more likely you're scared of other people's perception of you failing? Are you quitting because it seems like it would be easier than trying and failing? Maybe you've never thought about it. And honestly, I think it's really important to reflect on that. And then I think it's really important to start with the concept. Do you actually want this goal? Or do you think that you should want this goal that you're picturing in your head? Like if it doesn't give you this feeling of like, let's freaking do the damn thing. If it doesn't give you that feeling where you've got this like core, just like in your gut reaction, like, oh, I want to do this. Then maybe we need to either reframe the goal of why you're doing it. Or we need to get you a different goal because not having a goal is not an option because as humans, we love progress. And a lot of our joy and fulfillment comes from being in pursuit of a goal. So we got to figure out what your goal is, whether that's in your life, in your business, in your career, health and fitness, in your relationships, something. We've got to have some type of goal. So maybe if it doesn't, you know, get you in your core, then maybe you just need a different goal that matters more to you and honestly i will link also in addition to the dave episode i'll link in the show notes my episode about commitment versus interest in your goals because there's a very big difference for sake of example let's say that you are committed to a goal you are committed 100% certain that you want that goal even the crappy stuff that comes with it if you're interested you don't want the crappy stuff you only want the good stuff so when the crappy stuff comes you're like oh right you want the marathon finish line but that also means you've got to be okay with the fact that on Friday nights, when you have long runs on Saturdays and you're training, you can't drink too much tequila, right? Maybe you want the six-figure business, but that means you have to also be okay with the fact that sometimes late at night, you're going to be doubting yourself. You're going to be crying because someone close to you doesn't get your vision. You catch my drift. You can listen to that whole episode where I talk about this. So- if you don't actually want the goal, that's totally okay. And honestly, you can stop beating yourself up about all this quitting that you're doing and stop you know, doing all this pretending and just pick a different goal. But if you're like, no, Keish, this goal matters to me, then I wanna talk to you right now, to you, the girl with the goal, and if you don't have the goal, I digress to the previous point, which is find a freaking goal that matters to you because as humans, we love progress. But if you do want the goal and you know that it matters to you, I want to give you two quick tips that are helping me in real time push towards goals right now, right? So one, this is a really interesting thing that I've kind of realized has been so impactful for me that I hope I'm just, I just hope so badly that one of you, maybe you will slide into my DMs on Instagram and be like, Keisha, this changed the game for me, which is I take away some decisions and I do things that matter in the morning to avoid decision fatigue. I take away some decisions and I do things that matter in the morning to avoid decision fatigue. So there's this guy, His name is Roy Botzmeister. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Roy, if you're listening, sorry if I butchered your last name, everyone butchers my name. We're in the same club. But essentially, he's this really smart dude. He's a social psychologist and he's done a ton of research around the idea that our willpower decreases with each decision that we make throughout the day. And when your brain is low on mental energy, like legit, think about your brain being fatigued as if you ran a marathon and your body was fatigued, but instead it's your brain. Obviously, if you're fatigued, it's hard to make good decisions for things that matter, like your goals that you're working on. So when I have big goals in terms of putting out content or chasing for goals in my business or goals in my health and fitness or goals in my relationship, any type of goal, when I've got big goals, I try and eliminate wiggle room on what I need to do. Like, I don't want a huge freaking to-do list. I need to get focused on what's most important so that I don't have to make as many decisions because that fatigues my brain. And I strategically do things that are going to get me toward my goal, like that actually matter, like the, the things that move the needle earlier in the day. So say your goal is around health and fitness. Normally it's easier because sometimes life gets crazy depending on how work goes. Like at the end of the night, sometimes you're just tired that you don't want to do your workout at night. So I always do my workouts in the morning. But Roy's research literally proves that it's actually more difficult to make better choices later in the day, which is why so often people that work out in the morning are more consistent than people that work out at night. I'm not saying you have to be a morning workout person. I'm just saying that it's a little bit harder because your brain's more fatigued if you've gone through the entire day making decisions, right? So that's another reason to get after it in the morning. If you've got a health and fitness goal or a business goal to do some of those things that are going to move the needle forward earlier in the day. And honestly, even if you're really into personal development, you know, Brian Tracy, who wrote a book called eat that frog. He's like old school personal development. And he talks about this concept that is eating that frog as in doing the most important thing earlier in the day. And he doesn't talk a lot about decision fatigue like Roy's research does, but it's just another reason why it makes sense to do the most important things early in the morning in terms of your productivity too. So when I'm pushing for big goals that I know that I really want, Step one is I am taking away some decision. So I'm just getting laser focused on a couple of things on my to-do list rather than this like laundry list of all of these things because that's so freaking overwhelming and it will have us making so many decisions that we can get fatigued. And I'm doing the things that matter the most in the morning. And for me for health and fitness goals, it matters that I get my workout done in the morning for me just because my energy is higher. But if that's the goal that you're working towards and you're training for a marathon or something like that, getting it done as early as you can helps so much. So that's step number one. And number two, I develop habits and I tie as much as I can to accountability. I honestly think that accountability is the secret sauce of everything in life. When you need to do something, having someone else do it with you, whether that's in person or even just getting that accountability via text message or online, or, you know, this is why I run these virtual accountability groups. It helps so much knowing that you're not doing something alone because other people are counting on you to show up and you don't want to let them down. You don't want to be the girl that's not showing up. You don't want to be the girl that doesn't stick to your word. You, you know, Have someone else that has skin in the game with you towards your goals is so huge. And honestly, when I'm pushing for big goals, like right now, I'm an accountability creating machine. I literally will text friends and say, if I don't do this by blank time, I'm going to pay you $20, right? Or I will promise people that I will get certain things done by specific times that I create for myself. That they don't even need it by that specific time, but I create these times so that I can tap into the fact that I deeply want to be the girl that does the thing that she said that she's going to do after the feeling that she said it in is gone because I want to be that person that shows up for people. And maybe that's you too, right? I mean, honestly, I even started this podcast because of accountability. I posted about doing this podcast on Instagram, which subtle plug, if we're not connected, come say hi. I love being connected and hearing what you think about the podcast. And I'm doing a lot more live videos and random stuff over there. So it would be fun to be connected. I digress. I posted about doing this podcast before I even had a podcast name or the equipment or even knew how to do a podcast, but I posted. And because I posted about it and people were bought into this vision of this podcast before I even had a mic, I knew I was going to show up. Right. And so that's the accountability piece. And the habits that I tie are every single week on Sunday night, I map out my entire week with my fiance, Cena. So I'm thinking about what are the commitments that both of us have socially for work? What projects am I working on? What do I have? Like, when do I need the car? We share a car. You know, whatever's going on in my world, I'm mapping that out. If you've got kids, who's taking them to and from places? I think going into each week with a game plan seems so like trivial, but it's so impactful. So I've got my week game plan. And then every night before bed, I map out my next day, which includes, all right, so you know, what time do you need to be at work tomorrow? What patients do you have? He's a dentist. What patients do you have? What time do you need to be there? What time do we need to start our workout? So I'm mapping it out the night before and I'm mapping it out weekly. And I work out, like I said, every single morning, like clockwork, And I choose to stream my workouts from a Netflix style platform that's called Beachbody On Demand because it's honestly easier for me to stay consistent with a specific time and not make a lot of excuses with a commute. And it's also easier for me to not make decisions about what I'm going to do in the gym because it's streamed from like a Netflix style platform, right? So I'm literally eliminating decision fatigue with even my workouts because I want to be able to show up. And of course, depending on your stage of life and your interests, that might not be something you want to do. But the point is developing habits that serve you in your life. So that was a ton of information. So I want to just recap real quick. First, number one, ask yourself the question, am I quitting to avoid failing or pretending that I don't care. But deep down, I know I really do. Sometimes just asking yourself that question and reflecting on it is powerful enough to help you get some clarity to take some freaking action. And you know if you're pretending that you don't care because deep down in your gut, your gut's not going to lie to you. Then from there, Once you've asked yourself those questions, make sure you really want the goal that you're working towards. You might realize that you don't want that goal and that's totally cool. Just pick another goal for you instead. But you know that you want that goal when you look at not just the high parts about it, the exciting parts about it, but you're willing to fall in love with the process too, even the crappy stuff, even the stuff that could go wrong. You want the marathon finish line? That means you get the blisters. That means you get not too much tequila on Friday nights. You've got got to run on Saturday, right? You want the six figure business? That means you take the late nights, you take some people that don't get you because your dream is more important. And then when you know you want it, a couple of tips that are working for me right now is I'm taking away decisions by focusing in on three most important things that matter most to move the needle forward daily. And I'm doing things in the morning that matter to avoid that decision fatigue and perhaps throwing in the towel because I'm just tired, right? And I'm getting some accountability because honestly, becoming an accountability machine, constantly looking for ways for people to help hold you accountable is so freaking helpful. And it makes it so much more fulfilling in the process. And then just keep adopting more habits that serve you and your goals. You can do this. I'm in this with you. We're figuring this out together. I never wanted to be a look at me. I've gotten it, got this all figured out, girl. I want to be a come with me. Let's do it together. We're in this. We're on the same team. Let's freaking go. I'll be so damn real with you. You keep showing up and so will I. I hope that was helpful for you, girl. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.